Hello and welcome to Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Oh my gosh, episode 171. Okay, Henny. Yes. So I just want to know, it's like, okay, do you like my shirt? I do like your shirt. I've, I've been looking at it for the last you know, hour or so, admiring. And you know where I bought this shirt? I do I know. A, I got that a giant, tiger. You got a giant tiger. <laughs> it's very cute. It's very, it's so soft. It's and it's very like, cute. It's like retro, like concert shirts or. Yeah, where the center panel is one color and the sleeves are another color. Yes. Yes, everybody knows they they get it. It's very cute. It's very cute. (laughs) I'm willing to concede that Giant Tiger could have things worth purchasing. (laughs) They could. And they have a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Because they have a little grocery and they have a little housewares. But they also carry, they carry brands that not everybody else does. So it's like, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know. You know what I think maybe is some of the reason that I don't, like it's not really my thing, is that I don't think that I really like that kind of shopping. Because I also am not interested in going into winners. Like there is nothing about that that sounds like fun to me because I I guess when I'm going shopping for something, like I have a very clear picture of what it is that I need. Like I need, you know, sports bras or I need like a dress for an occasion or I need sandals or I need mm-hmm. like, you know, fruit or like something. Like I need something. Yeah. And so I just want to go to the place where I know it will be and I can get it and then I can be done. Yeah. But, but like giant tigers, not like winners. Okay. No, no, no. It's like, it's like they have a whole like women's section and then sports and then boys and girls and infants and adults, like men. No, 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 no. It's not like that at all. Okay. But then they have like a little grocery section. Okay. And then they have a little houseware section and a little like, uh, like, uh, household products section. So it's so like a, it's more like a yeah. department store, but it's, smaller. No, it's, it's, it's like okay. a buy, it's like a byway or a bargain heralds. Yeah. You remember both those? Yes. I, you know. I know both of those. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's <laughs> kind of what it's like only it's Canadian owned. No. And it's because you're not a shopper. You, yeah. people who like to shop, go to winners. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I do like going to winners, but I go because I know I get specific things, but I also have to be in the mood to go and and okay. go there. Okay. Okay. The, the stores that do not appeal to me are Walmart. Walmart does not appeal to me. I I go there when I I know that I need like it's a specific thing or if it's convenient like that's the place. Mm-hmm. I'll go there. Mm-hmm. I also do not like Old Navy. Never have. Okay. Find the stuff is like weird, weird sizing. Yeah. Everything's always this disarray. Yes. I don't like the change room situation. Yes. Don't know what size I wear. Too many yes. choices and pants. Yes. Skinny, this, wide, low rise. Yeah. Complications. True. Don't, I look at all those things and go, where does this yeah. body fit in with this? Right. So I, now, having said that, I do own a pair of Old Navy jeans. Yeah. But they, and I wear them. They're a little bit tight along the calf area for mm. me. I do find like they are a little low rise. So I always feel like I'm pulling them up. So right. they're not, 
they're not really they're not your favorite. Yeah. No, I don't really have a comfortable pair of jeans right now in my thing. So anyway, that's I mean that's a whole other story. <laughs> do you tend to like to like do you like to wear jeans? I I do like to wear jeans, but because I don't have like especially now because of the weather being cold. So I do find this challenging that I feel like I'm always in leggings and I'm like sick of that. Mm, but okay like a casually pant that has like the elastic on the bottom, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'll have a couple, I have a couple of pairs of those that I've, I've bought. I think I bought one in Canada, maybe one in the States and one here. Um, But I also don't like to have to go shopping. That annoys me. Yeah. I I find it frustrating. I find it frustrating here because it's like about trying things on and not communicating. And it just, that's Mm -hmm. mentally, like I wouldn't just go to the mall by myself, you know? Yeah. 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 That's not what I would do. Yeah. And at home, and, I, and like at home, do you like to go clothes shopping? I use, you know what? The funny thing is, is when I was heavier, I used to love it. And now that I lost weight, like I mean, in the last 10 years, it doesn't super appeal to me. Mm-hmm. Except, except for Costco. Costco, yeah. I'll put everything <laughs> in. And Costco, I, and you can't try it on. I will put like two different sizes in. So mm-hmm. then I don't, I know. I'm going to return it if, you know, I'm going to come back at some point. Mm-hmm. I can return it. I mean, here's a story. This is how good they are. So okay. in May, uh, we were in Costco and fi- and they had Levi's for men. Now, they don't often have Levi's for men. And they were just like the regular, like, God, what is the stupid number? Whatever, the Levi's, whatever, 01, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So anyway, Phil, Phil's like, he wears a 3232. Okay, so super easy. So we go, he brings them home. And he he had tried them on and he took all the tags off and everything. So he washes them, but then he goes to wear them and the seam on one of the legs is like not straight. So now it's going kind of, he didn't notice when he tried it on, but I threw, I I mean, he doesn't, we have no tags. He's already washed them, whatever. And he's like, uh, and I said, Oh, they'll take them back. That won't be an issue. And so I don't have a receipt. I I didn't have the receipt, honey. I didn't have a tag. I have nothing. On this trip in July, I go into the Costco and I say, here's, I was returning one thing. I said, I have a receipt for this. I go, but these ones, I don't. I said, I can tell you the week it was bought. It was in May. And so he said, guys, oh, that's no problem. Because most of the stuff that Costco sells inside, even on the tag, the number they can match in their system. They'll type it in. Interesting. Okay. Okay. But this one they couldn't. So the guy, the guy said, oh, he asked one of his colleagues who said, oh, no, Levi's, they don't have it. And so he said, that's okay. So he has my card. But because anytime you buy anything there, they have all the receipts for every single thing you ever bought there. Yeah. Yeah. And so he starts going back through. And then he says, oh, $17.99. And I said, uh, I don't think they were $17.99. I said, but you know what? I'm happy to get a, re- a refund on anything. And so mm-hmm. he goes, well, I can look at the receipt. And I said, you know what? It's, I mean, honestly. And I wasn't yeah. like, yeah, it's fine. I was it- like... I'm happy to. It is know. what it is. Yeah. But then, but then he, I can see he pulls right up the receipt on what it was bought, and he goes, "Oh, you're right." He goes, "They were thirty-two ninety-nine." Ah. But they I mean, don't. That's almost double. But they don't give you a hassle, honey. Yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I love to buy everything at Costco. That's, that's Any electronic thing, it's all they're so good about things. So, so anyway, so that that I mean, I didn't, you know. Geez, that story just came out of because of something else. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. However, okay, can I just tell you that right now Tim is sending me voice notes. Hi, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> this very moment. 
<laughs> At this very moment, I'm getting. I have a pretty good idea what they're about. <laughs> okay, did you already have them today? <laughs> yes, it's probably like you know being super stressed about needing some documentation, and it's not coming through, and it should have come through, and what's what's going to happen, and oh. and then you know. As is often the case, although, yeah. you know, I don't want to make light of a situation that could become problematic, but like yeah. probably by tomorrow, it will all be fine, you know? Yeah. yeah. But that's the point though. But isn't that with anything that happens in life? Like when you're in the middle, like, you know, it's the beginning. So you do what you need to do, but then it's the middle part. So like you're down in that V and mm -hmm. you can't see where the, the yeah. exit is, right? Like yeah. I mean, kind of in the tunnel and you, you're... Yeah can't see the light at the end of it so yeah anyways well let's fingers crossed we're sending all fingers of our fingers crossed good. everything works out oh, well yeah because it impacts me too so yeah <laughs> so no, it would be devastating <laughs> really selfishly i want everything to work out for sure for sure Ugh. oh my so, goodness sandy yeah i have speaking of like wanting things to work out speaking of you know shopping and experiences where there yes. are no hustles you know most of this story but you don't know the latest oh honey okay piece, the latest chapter of this ongoing saga with my Dyson vacuum. Ooh. So I'm pretty sure that I mentioned on the podcast several weeks ago that I was going to purchase or that I had just purchased a Dyson vacuum for the very yeah. first time. I was very, very excited about it. I've been so pumped about getting this vacuum and like and I think I mentioned on the podcast before that like I thought that it was going to be coming like within a week because the email when I purchased it said like Delivery time is usually two to seven days as soon as you, you know, get the tracking number or whatever. And so I kind of thought like I'd have it within the week. And so I thought I have used my like crappy little like tug it around behind me vacuum for the very last time. And then like the week <laughs> went past and like my place needed to be vacuumed. And so I was like, well, I guess I'm going to use this guy one more time, you know, pulled the little guy out, you know, dragged him around behind me, got the whole place <laughs> vacuumed up, you know. <laughs> and so then I thought, this is the last time. That was not the last time. I have since used the vacuum, my little vacuum, twice for sure, maybe three times. I think no. three times. No, let's 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 say what was the date that you ordered it? I think it was around like the seventeenth, the sixteenth of June. You are absolutely correct. It was June sixteenth. So June sixteenth, I placed this order for this Dyson. And today, today, today as I'm July. telling you the story, it's the twenty seventh of July. Correct. So it has been six weeks. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow will be six weeks since I ordered this vacuum. Maybe it was two to seven weeks. Maybe you read that first email wrong. <laughs> I did not. I did not read the first email wrong because I have gone back into that email several times. First to look to see why is this vacuum taking so long? And then because every time I call Dyson Canada, I need the order number. So I continue to go back to this email over and over again to grab the order the uh the order number because it is the only email that i have from dyson canada 
So I just go into my email and I type in the search bar Dyson and it pops right up. Like it is the only one that is there. So (laughs) the 16th, I placed the order a week and a half goes by and I still don't have this vacuum. And I think it's kind of weird. I thought I would have had it by now. So I put in an online query to see what's going on with the vacuum. And I get a response that says, you know, it's, you know, in our system, it says that the order is processing. So just wait. And as soon as it processes, you'll get an email with a tracking number. Okay. So I think maybe like I purchased it on a sale. Maybe there was high volume. Like maybe I just have to wait a little bit longer. And I'm despite what people might think because I'm so agitated by so many things I am a relatively patient person so I'm waiting and thinking you know maybe the maybe the vacuum is still coming so then now it's been two and a half weeks since I ordered the vacuum still don't have the vacuum so I call Dyson talk to them and they're like, yeah, it looks like there's an issue, like that the like it hasn't been shipped yet. Like the people who are supposed to be shipping it have it, but they're not shipping it. Like I'm not really sure what's happening. Um, you know, um, you know, I'm gonna put f- some sort of like thing through, and you know, you'll be getting a an email with a tracking number within 24 to 48 hours. So I say, okay, great. Well, more than 48 hours pass, I still have no tracking number. So now we're well past the three week mark since I've since I've ordered this vacuum. And so I text my colleague and, and girlfriend whose partner also ordered the vacuum on the same day that I did. And I said to her, did your partner get his vacuum? And she's like, yeah, like he got it in like three days. And I'm like, what is going on? How we both ordered the vacuum online the same night. And I live closer to the dispatch center. (laughs) (laughs) And he got the vacuum in three days. I've been waiting three weeks and I still don't have the vacuum. So I call Dyson again. It's the same sort of like weird story where they're like, yeah, like it looks like the shippers have the vacuum, but I'm not really sure what's happening. I'm going to, I'm going to put something through. You'll get your tracking number within 24 to 48 hours. So Sandy, over the course of the following or the last couple of weeks, I have spoken to Dyson on the phone four times and each time they tell me the same story. Why don't they just send you a new vacuum? Screw the vacuum you've sent out already. I I don't I don't know. Not my because because the problem is not yours. Like Dyson, you, this is the company you use to deliver our products. Yeah. yeah. So I have no idea. So finally, I've had the like this has been the last straw. I am at my wits end. I can no longer handle this anymore. <laughs> There are so many other things in my home that needed repairing that I've had to purchase and repair and get looked at and spend time and money. Wi-Fi, air conditioning, bathroom exhaust fan, like a chip in my windshield, like, like 
the last oh, no. week has been every single day has been something else needed to be repaired. At this point, I can no longer wait for the vacuum. <laughs> so, Penny, I, as Penny has said, she is bleeding money. I'm bleeding money. Bleeding. It's oozing <laughs> from my pores. It's oozing from your newly, newly uh, put on. Yes. Crown. Yes, I I am now the proud owner of a new crown on my on my implant, my dental implant, which I'm very pleased about. Although it's also I was saying to the this is an aside, but I was saying to the administrative assistant at the dental office this morning. I said, you know, I've been thinking about like the things that I own and like the most expensive things that I own. Like I own my house. I own my car. I said, and I own my tooth. <laughs> she thought I was very funny. <laughs> so anyway, back to the Dyson story. So I called Dyson yesterday. I speak to them on the phone again. I said, you know what? This is what has happened. And like they can see the track record of the times that I've called and the times that nothing has happened. You know, like like it's it's all there. And so I said, at this point, I just want to cancel the order. And so the woman who was speaking with me said, yes, like, I can see why you would feel that way. Like, I can see why this is what you would want to do. And let me just make sure that I can do that for you. And I'm thinking, what do you mean you can't do that for me? Like, yeah, you really? The order. Anyway, so she puts me on hold for a little while. She comes back. She's like, yeah, no problem. She's like, it's going to be no issue at all. We'll just cancel the order right here. And so I said, well, how soon am I going to see my money? You know, yeah. and she's like, well, like, you know, it's because you never received the vacuum she's like it's 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 a pretty fast turnaround for us and then she's like it usually takes a few days for the bank and like whatever she said within a week okay fine sandy no the vacuum came didn't it well I, not quite the vac okay so i wake up this morning Oh. And I'm going through my email this morning and I see that I've gotten an email from Dyson at 1.47 a.m. That says, <laughs> hello, honey. Thank you for contacting Dyson Canada. We are sorry to inform you that we were unable to cancel the order. As per our records, we see that the order is already been. Please check with the below tracking info. So first of all, this sentence doesn't make sense, but okay. Yeah. And then there's a tracking link and a tracking number. Oh, but is this real or did, did you get, is it spam, Henny? Did it actually come from the right place? Did you check that? If it doesn't, I mean, this is not spam. Okay. This is, this is not, I mean, there's an error in that email I recognize yeah. and that's a real telltale of spam, but like, this is not spam. This is okay. from Dyson okay. Canada online support. Like this is a thing. Okay. So there's a okay. tracking, there's a tracking link and a tracking ID. Yeah. yeah. And then it says, if you need additional assistance, please do not hesitate to contact us again. So I click on the tracking link. And so it's, it shows the whole series of what has happened with the track, with this package. It's Purelator, who is the shipping company. And so it shows like on that the order was made on the, like my order was made on the 16th. Uh, Purelator received the vacuum on the 18th and they attempted delivery on the 20th or the, yeah, I think the 20th. 
Um, and then they delivered it to the Purolator like facility on the 21st. Where and it was she, and it was accepted by like one of the people who works at Purolator at the distribution center. But you so so my vacuum has been sitting in Etobicoke <laughs> at the Purolator distribution center since June 21st. Keep in mind that I have since phoned Dyson four times between the like the 30th of June and now the month of for the entire month of July and they continue to tell me like you know you'll get your tracking number you'll get your tracking number you'll get your tracking number but you never received a tracking number I never received a tracking number I never and received never a tracking received number. Yeah. I never received one of those slips of paper that says, yes. sorry, we missed you. Or like something happened. You can pick it up after five o'clock the next day at this locate. Like nothing. Zero. So this morning at 610, I responded and said, this is the very first email I've received with a tracking number, despite the fact that I've been calling Dyson and speaking to agents for the past three weeks, trying to locate my order. I still do not have this product in my possession. And at this point, I don't want it. Process the return slash cancellation. But now you know what I have to do because of course no one's gonna respond to that email. So now I'm gonna have to call Dyson again. You but are. like Sandy, in the meantime, I just went, like I just, walked myself over to Best Buy last night and purchased yeah. myself a Dyson vacuum. So I have a Dyson vacuum sitting in my house. <laughs> yeah. I don't need the one that is sitting at Purolator. But when you phone, Henny, you, you have to ask to speak to their supervisor. You have to say, I oh, know I want to speak to your boss. Mm. Go to the next level. Because that's this good, person. That's, that's, a good, that, that's a good piece of advice. And I haven't that's done that. Like, yeah, there's too much. You're just getting whoever answers the phone and they don't they don't have the power to do. Obviously, they have a 24-hour support or they went No, what's happened is that they've sent it somewhere and then that person now has said, "Oh, you actually you don't get a refund." But I best you best believe I'll be getting my refund. Because the truth of the matter is, I still don't have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, according to mm -hmm. this tracking number that they've just sent me today on July 27th, that package has been sitting at Purolator since the 21st of June for over a month. Why does Purolator still have it? Like, don't they send things back if you don't pick it up within 15 yeah, days? But, well, uh, yeah, that's what I don't understand either. Yeah, yeah they do. I, they're supposed to either they have to they can't they're not they're not like it's a big yeah, warehouse they're not a place that it's staff exactly they, they're they're not a place that is large enough to just hold on to packages forever like until eternity oh my goodness sandy no, uh you know what Jenny, i would phone purely i would phone that warehouse and see if that thing is even there or if they they have a record of sending it back um okay that's a good idea or you phone dyson so that you have that information because you're that's right there's idea. no way they've kept that for a month right no they don't have the they don't have the space for it like what happens to stuff i'm sure it gets sent back to whoever sent it that's what happens 
But I mean, whether they have it or not, I don't have it. And they no. will have no record of me picking it up because I Correct. am not. Like, the yeah. whole thing. Like, what a nightmare. Anyway, I got my, I purchased my own Dyson <laughs> vacuum last night oh. all by myself. Went into a store and purchased it because I clearly can't trust <laughs> the company to take care of it. Yeah. And I got it, like, clicked together. I got it charged up, but I haven't used it yet. But I'm very excited about it. But it had best be the best thing I have ever tried or used. Because it's been a real hassle to get it. Well, you know, here's the thing. The thing is, is that you you still bought the product. I know. And you they, paid that's more how money. They for it, right? That's how they get you. That's how they get you, Sandy. But but you also paid more money for the one than than what they offered. I got a better model. Anyway, that's been <sighs> headache of my life. <laughs> week, month, six week period. So Henny, Dax Shepard and Monica have there's like four, I think they have four different like shows, like podcast shows that they have right now. And one of them is where they throw a question out to the armchairies, because that's what you are if you listen to the armchair expert. Okay. And then they have people like they actually do like Zoom calls with them after they've picked who they want to speak to. Mm-hmm. And so I had sent you guys the link of the one of embarrassing moments. Did you mm-hmm. listen to it all? Yeah. Did you find them amusing? <laughs> yeah, I did. They were they were the ones that they were all like embarrassing moments over Zoom, right? Yes, sorry. Yes, yes, over Zoom. Yes. So one of the stories, the best story, I think, was although the there were there were a bunch that were really funny. Was the, the Canadian girl? Come on. Was was she the student? No, I, oh. no, this girl from Saskatoon in the bathtub. Oh, that was also really funny. Yeah, I forgot about that. The student who was like bad mouthing her prof and then realized she was unmuted. That was yeah more like I was horrified listening to that story. No, but the fact that she was like she has the most wrinkles of anyone <laughs> I've ever seen, and that it, that the setting was so that the speaker becomes the full screen, <laughs> so her face is the one who's up there. And it was recorded and is forever saved. So that was funny. No, I want to ask you, Henny, did you did you know what flicking the bean was? Oh, <laughs> I've heard that expression before. Yeah, I had I, I wish she said it flicking a bean. And then she had a real like a real act. She sounded actually like she should be from the East Coast. Yeah. So whether she's an implant to it's Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because she was like doing her, you know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> she had some funny expressions. But yeah, so I flick in a bean. Basically, she's taking a bookkeeping class that requires, and this is before the pandemic. Yeah. And so there, it was, she lives somewhere remote. So there's like three of them that had to have their camera on and she decides to take a bath. But then she's bored because, you know, it's bookkeeping. So she decides to like flick the bean, which then I find out is masturbating. But she's uh-huh. put the, she put the iPad on a chair, so that's fine. But then at the end, she forgot, like she got up to get out, and her like her boobs are a hanging. That's what she said, right? Her boobs are a hanging, and she's yeah. crying her crotch, so she's got like her leg up. 
very funny. And finally, here's people like Morgan. Morgan, we can see you. <laughs> Hilarious. That was Hilarious. really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> really funny. Very funny. Very funny. So, anyways, I wanted to, like, yeah, because I'd never heard that expression, flicking a bean. As in, is this like flicking a bean? I didn't have an orgasm or anything. I was just flicking a bean. You imagine my legs are flailing. <laughs> she was very funny. Um, I you've listened to this more than once. I have because I listen, I had to have Phil listen to it also. We were in the car and I'm like, did you finish listening to it? He's like, no. So I'm like, okay, let's listen to it. Um, yeah. But since then, I've also listened to an episode of We Can Do Hard Things, I which was also morning. about... Okay, and so that one also about embarrassing moments. Like, what is it with people pooping their pants? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, people, people who are healthy and well and don't have gastrointestinal issues and still having situations where they poop themselves. It, it was a lot of stories were about that, which was wild to me. Very wild. And it's just funny that these two different podcasts doing kind of like the same thing, which, which was, which was very funny. Very funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was uh, interesting at the, because of the beginning of the, we can do hard things episode. Glennon Doyle was saying like that this was an experiment that they were going to try to like do this. Like, I think the experiment was really to, to, use the topic of embarrassing moments yeah but she said that what we're hoping is that by sharing our embarrassing moments that we'll improve our mood and improve our connection with one another and like like yeah. make ourselves feel better by sharing yeah. things that are horrifying to us right and and like i mean i think yeah like how how can that not make you feel better because when when something embarrassing has happened and then it's over and you're past it and you can look back on it and think that it's yeah. funny you know yeah. like then then it is funny and then people around you hearing the story also think it's funny and it's one thing to like think something's funny and laugh on your own it's another to like have like a communal laugh you know like like yes. when everyone is laughing then you're laughing even harder like and like i think you can't you can't not feel better if you've just had this like great laugh about something <laughs> you know what i'm saying okay okay so on on the we can do hard things the funniest i the funniest by far was the girl that was like a student and she was in New York. She was, and I think she was like an, like a young adult, you know, and she had gone out. She didn't, she didn't really drink, but she'd gone out and had a few drinks too. And she had a little bit too much. And so a friend helped her get onto this train to go home. So she's in New York city on the train and she's like had too much to drink. And it's like three in the morning and she's concentrating really hard. So she doesn't miss her spot, but uh -huh. she's looking up and down the train and there's no one there. And then her, her eyes come across her eyes come across the posters that are put in and you know on the subways there's always these posters like you know like one in so many people like have this could it be you but this 
particular poster says someone on this train has lupus. So uh. she is freaking out that she has lupus and then starts phoning everyone she knows. That was the best knows. part. That was the best part that she started and calling And voice messages to her friends, to her parents, crying she has lupus. I have lupus. I have lupus. <laughs> <laughs> because, the, because the ad on the subway, yes. the slogan of the ad was someone on this train has lupus and she was the only person on the train so it had to be her. <laughs> very funny it was very, very funny, funny. I was so i i would all. i would i would like to let Lennon know that uh mission accomplished absolutely mission accomplished so henny i want to ask you can you think right now of one thing like an, an embarrassing thing that had happened to you like just one thing because oh. we all have embarrassing moments that happen yeah i mean it's one of those things that like embarrassing things happen all the time but then to be i don't know to to like for me to say like right now what's an embarrassing thing i'm like i don't know like i'm my mind is like racing like what's an embarrassing yeah. thing that happened what's an embarrassing thing that happened I'm, I'm not sure i'm not sure i'm not sure but i mean okay can i can i tell you you tell me one and maybe it okay, will like so, because yeah. i mean lots of things are embarrassing yeah so the like one i'm thinking about right now like and it just came into my head was when i was um I was um, in Chicago at Hamburger University, so I was at HU, and we were a group, I don't know, there's probably 25 people that, like, are in there for their, for training, and um, the way, there was a lot of, like, situational things, so, like, one of the instructors would come up to you and specifically say to you, like, you know, you're 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 the, the restaurant manager, and customers just come up and said this, you know, and now you have to like role play, like so immediately you have to say how right. you respond. But so anyway, so anyways, uh, they've come to me, but we're sitting in like rolly chairs, you know, at the tables, and I had gone because um, I think I was there two weeks. So on the weekend in between, I had gone and bought myself like a, like a, an, a new outfit. And it was like, a, I think it was a, like a skirt and then it had like a jacket. But, you know, I, it was, it was tight and it was like, you know, the buttons. So, you know, it was probably, I should have probably got the size bigger, but I anyways, I thought I looked really good in it and whatever. So I swivel around so that now like the all, and all the tables are set. So it's a big open space. And as I do the button on my thing yeah. pops off and like, <laughs> it shoots into the middle of the room. And there it is open. <laughs> and so now right at your bust, there's a big yes. spot. Gotcha. You are correct. Gotcha, gotcha. As I like casually swivel around to like say how I'm going to handle this whole <laughs> situation. <laughs> and just watch my button pop open. Yeah. So that was a little bit embarrassing. That's a good one. And like at that point, what do you do? Because the button's no. gone. It's not like you can <laughs> it's not like you can just button yourself up again, you know? No, there's nothing. The instructor actually went and picked it up and brought it back. Like, handed, kind of picked it up. And, and he was still talking. It was one of those, like, kind of casual things. Like, it's supposed right. to happen. Well, he dealt really... with it really well then. That's and I turned around. It was like, fuck my life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
always anyway. when things like that happen in the moment, it feels like truly like you might just die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was one thing that I was thinking about, like, and this, but this is like a story from my childhood, but it's okay. st- like, I still do think of it sometimes because I, because I'm embarrassed about it, even to this yeah. day, even though I'm sure no one remembers it, but, yeah. and it was because I misunderstood something and then, yeah. but then I looked like an asshole because of it, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I think truly, I think it was, I think we were in grade two. Like it was like I was little and I remember we'd come in from recess and someone said to me, um, there's, there's something like, there's a, there's, what did they say? Like, there's something in your desk for later or something like that. And I was like, okay. And so I, remember being at my desk and seeing that there was in fact something in my desk and it was like this thing that had been like wrapped up and so like of course I I think I waited until whenever later was and later was this like I think the point was it was supposed to be like a birthday celebration for all of the kids who had summer birthdays Because, like, there was a big deal made of everyone on their birthday, but then kids who had birthdays during the summer, they wouldn't get that. And so they wanted to do something special for the kids who had birthdays in the summer. And so what they had done... and was they'd hid little presents all over the room for the kids (laughs) with the summer birthdays to look for and find and get. And they hid one of the gifts in my desk. Okay. That's like in retrospect, that's why they told me upon entrance, like that there was something in my desk, just not to be alarmed that there was something in my desk. But what I didn't understand was that it wasn't for me. Yes. <laughs> so I think as soon as the birthday <laughs> celebration happened, I thought, oh, I, like, I guess I can open the little present. And it was a roll of peppermints. And so, of course, me being me. Yeah. Eating the peppermints. Yeah. And so then I'm, like, sitting at my desk eating the peppermints and, like, the summer birthday kids and spoiler alert my birthday is not in the summer are like the gifts and then someone was like oh like and I remember it being like what are you doing that's not for you everyone and like and like I think even at that time I didn't understand what was really happening like I I had I don't know why I missed this whole thing like that I but I truly had no idea it wasn't until like much later that I like sort of put these pieces together, like that this is what had happened. <laughs> and, yeah. and like, it's that sort of stuff. Like I think those kinds of situations are some of my, like some of the things that I'm the most afraid of because I really don't like to look stupid. Yeah. And, and so this is like a per, I mean, you know, it's a perfect example of like me doing something, dumb, you know, but like, it's an example of the kinds of things that I like fear because I misunderstood something and did the wrong thing and then felt really bad about it and was so embarrassed that I, that I'd done the wrong thing. And, but I wonder if I, it was more that 
I was embarrassed that I'd done the wrong thing, but I was embarrassed that I hadn't understood it. Yes. You know? Yeah. So I really don't like that. And so I do sometimes think of that moment. And like during the episode, like I was listening to the We Can Do Hard Things episode this morning when they were like talking about things that they'd done or things that had happened. I thought of that story. And like, huh. and I didn't really want to tell that story on the podcast, mostly because I, I think it's silly to like, I don't know. I hate, I, I really dislike when like my students, for example, who are in grade eight will be like, well, one time in grade three. And I'm like, can we move past grade three? Like we're in grade eight now. We don't have to worry about grade three, you know? And so I'm well, one time in grade two, <laughs> but Henny, but Henny, the point is though, for you, it's not about what actually happened. It's about how you felt and how you've carried that with you. Like, do you, even with thinking about it or retelling it, do you actually feel anything physically in your body? Like, yeah. Yeah. And so that, that in itself is interesting because yeah. it brings that feeling back that yeah. you experienced oh, yeah. at that age. And do you think, do you have, like, is it the same feeling anytime something like that happens? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't like to, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think it depends because I think there are some things, I think, and it's all perception, right? It's all in your own mind, mm -hmm. right? If I perceive something as being, you know, difficult to understand or difficult to conceptualize and so it would make sense that I wouldn't understand because lots of people don't understand like then it's fine you know like if I'm learning yeah. something it's fine like you can you can under you can misunderstand something or not understand something because you're learning it that's fine like that doesn't bother me or embarrass me but yeah. when I perceive that it's something that everyone knew and I didn't yeah. I find that very difficult to manage yeah oh I think I just remembering the one other thing the other caller Kate put in and she had had gone to like a fancy like a navy ball for the U.S. military of some right. sort and she was the <laughs> yes. date and so there was you know like like whoever the top ranking person was was actually uh, like facilitating the formalities of the evening and you were given like um, a not an agenda what were you given when you went in like a it was almost it wasn't a oh it wasn't a it was like a bulletin of some sort like of some where, sort like a, where it was, was like a list happen. of what was going to happen and then there were yes. some spots that had call and response right Yes. And so the person, you know, the high ranking person, whoever it was, because I don't know if it was a colonel or I don't know who he was or yeah. whatever. So he would say something and then everybody would respond and raise their glass. And so this went on and she said like she was very proud. She was like very honored to be going to this event. It was very proud um, and, you know, was like full voiced in her responses. And so this was going also a very funny story. <laughs> <laughs> and so they got and so uh, you know it was coming to the end and so the the person like the last thing he said was like we wanted to just acknowledge and recognize like our fallen comrades and people that have given their lives and blah 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 and and then she proudly got up and said moment of silence <laughs> <laughs> that was but clearly 
That was not supposed to happen. Everyone was supposed to observe the moment, moment of, of silence. silence. Yes. <laughs> and she proudly raised her glass in a loud voice and, and yelled. Yeah. Oh my god. That is so embarrassing. That is embarrassing. <laughs> That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. <laughs> what do you do with that? There's nothing you can do. <laughs> but sit, sit down sheepishly and drink your champagne. Like, I don't know. <laughs> can I have another refill. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Let's changing switch gears for a second here okay. so i also this week was listening to that book about shame which i finished i sent you i said did have we listened to this like what is what is this the shame machine is what it's called the shame machine yeah. by Neal. it's only six hours long anyways i did lose a little bit of interest in it i have to be honest with you okay however so in the beginning in the beginning so she actually like is a, a scientist of some sort. So she's used to like collecting data and wants to know like the, she's a mathematician actually, that's what she is. Ooh, so it's okay. statistics, okay? So she likes to like, everything needs to be based on like actual truths and facts and yeah. what are the stats prove it and blah blah blah. Yeah. So anyway, she, um, she was talking about, she talked a lot about Weight Watchers in the very beginning of it. Ah. Um, also about Noom. And uh, anyways, marketing, the marketing of it and, you know, how that, you know, weight loss companies are always talking about their statistics, like their success statistics, right? Mm. And so, you know, they'll base it on, oh, you know, over the last year, like people that tried this, did this, did this, did this. Anyways, I guess in a, in a interview at some point with the, the head of the marketing of, of McDonald's, basically, I mean, this is a marketing tool that is used to get more subscribers. That's what yeah. it is. It's a business, yeah. business at the end of the day that actually has a program that it is selling to help people to facilitate them in becoming healthier, if that mm -hmm. means losing weight, whatever. So there is that. But what I found very interesting was Noom. So Noom ha was one, it was marketed only like to like, more affluent people in okay. the beginning. Okay. Because it wanted to, it had like this niche that it was sort of looking for okay. Okay. to provide, you know, this sort of group and more one-on-one -on -one type support with yeah. their program. And anyway, so they, 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 after the first year of like the stats, like the stats that they were like spewing to people, mm -hmm. They said out of 33,000 subscribers, yeah. you know, and six months of data and blah, 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 blah. However, what they didn't, what they didn't include in that, they only included data of people that actually had success. Oh, so anyone who joined and didn't lose any weight wasn't included. Oh, exactly. So maybe even because, you know, people do join like even WW and gyms, whatever, and then never go. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, this was people who had actually signed up, paid, and never used the app or never opened it. Some that had for a month and then never did anymore. Mm -hmm. They only used the information and data from the people who were like heavy users. Actively engaging with the app. Yes. Yeah. What a scam. Well, and like, 
Yeah, so a major scam because you're clearly misrepresenting your data, but also kind of a poorly thought out one too, because if you are a company who wants people to use your product, then don't you want to be able to say, you know, we had all these people join the yeah. people who engaged had this rate of mm -hmm. success. The people who didn't, you know, like, like, wouldn't you want to sort of encourage people not only to, I mean, maybe they don't care. Maybe once you've paid your money, they're, they're happy if you don't engage because it's less work for them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, it's shady. I think that's what it is. It'd be one thing if they were yeah, yeah, upfront about it. I think that's what yeah, it, yeah, is. it is. You know, yeah. and I'm not saying that, you know, WW or Weight Watchers, you know, and hasn't been in some things, but I mean, maybe it's just being fed so much stuff over the years. It's the same as McDonald's. I feel very, uh, I, I almost like defensive and protective mm. of yeah. some of the things because I was, it was a big part of my life. I was involved in it. Like I, 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 I think I, I know more than the average person about, yeah. about what the company was between 1982 and, and 2000, you yeah. know? And so there's like some things that obviously I'm, I didn't see the production of things, you know, yeah. but, but I, but I do know how things were like what happened inside the restaurant, what things were used to cook, like all of those types of things. Mm -hmm. So I do feel as protective of that. Mm -hmm. And I feel the same way about WW because just because I do believe like the science is there, like yeah. there are, are papers so that you can, validated but 100 it's at the end of the day it is a company like mm -hmm. i mean they're mm -hmm. you know they're they're how many times that people who are um lifetime members and then you know their life sort of changes and then they feel like well why do i have to pay now because blah 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 well here's the deal was laid out in the beginning like mm. everybody you know here's what the things were this is what you get and so you decided now that your situation has changed and so that now they should change the way that they respond. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't get to work that way. It's like a job. Yeah. You know, you you took a job, you knew what the hours were and now because of your life things that doesn't work anymore and now you're pissed off at your employer because he can't accommodate that. Right, right, right. You know, I didn't change what I was expecting or what I've said I would do. My my mind was clear and is still that today. Mm -hmm. So why are you mad at me, you know? And I and it's, there's a good percent of the population that has a hard time with that. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was a whole tirade on stuff, but yeah, <laughs> and it, that that rots my crotch. That kind of stuff, and it really rots my crotch. <laughs> yeah, rots my crotch. I I know it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! And the last thing is that I did. I don't think I told you this. Oh. So, um. When I was when I was at my son's house, my oldest granddaughter came into the bathroom when I was in there, and she got on the scale. Oh, and so anyway, she was standing on the scale. I could see what it said, and anyway, she said, "Gee, is that good? Is this is this good?" Hmm. Yeah. I said, "Honey, it's perfect." Yeah, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Why? One, why did you do that when I was standing here? But on the other hand, I'm glad because I think that my response was like, okay. It was you the know? right one. Yeah. I caught, I was caught off guard. 
Yeah. So, so, you know, I was like, uh, no, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Just, I said, it, yeah, it's perfect. I said it, uh, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, yeah, it's your number. Yeah. And that's all it is, is a number. Right. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, that's really tricky. I mean, my, yeah, my, my parents never, my parents never put me on a scale. They never asked me to like, like get on a scale when I would go to the doctor and I would be on the scale. There was, my parents never said anything about the number. Like it was like, they never cared. I mean, yeah. they cared, <laughs> yes. but, but it, it never, it, they never made me feel like I should be worried about it, you know? And even like, even when they sent me to the children's exercise and nutrition center camps in the summertime, like the whole thing with that was, you know, you got on the scale on the first day and then you had the week of camp or it was two weeks of camp. You had the two weeks of camp and you got on the scale at the last day. But like, I don't even remember my parents asking me what the number was. Like, like they, they truly, I never felt from them that what the scale said mattered. I mm -hmm. always had the sense that like my siblings were thin and I wasn't. And mm -hmm. I always had the sense that health wise you weren't supposed to be overweight and I was but I never felt that the number was supposed to be something and it wasn't or you know like I I really I I never for like thankfully and luckily I never really learned to have that um really potently dangerous relationship with the scale yeah you know yeah I mean I, I mean I think I'm fortunate that I am young enough that I was not in a time not going to school at a time where people were being weighed at school because I know depending on when and where you went to school that was a re reality for people you know like I yeah I never I think I was really fortunate that way yeah. Oh, speaking of that, Wild Waterworks in Hamilton. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, there's been there's been other um, uh, there's been articles on it, other articles on it, because there was a young girl who refused to get on on it. Yeah. Like that they have a scale in in order to be allowed I, to go on the water slide. Every single water slide has a scale. And so this girl I mean, who has. She has an eating disorder and she said, I'm not getting on it. Uh, now, their, their defense is, well, we weigh everybody so that we're not like centering people up. But what happens if somebody has to go, like, it doesn't matter. You've already, like, once they get to that point and then they say it's, it is like the, they're required, like under like the TSSA to because of the weight, the weight um, capacities. Mm -hmm. Okay, does Wonderland do that? No. Does Wonderland weigh anyone? No, and, and I know that because my brother works there. Now, they- Do they weigh they, anybody for rides? No. 
No, but they don't have to wait people for rides, Sandy, because you want to speak about embarrassing moments, like the most yeah. embarrassing moments of my life happened at Canada's Wonderland and it happened twice. And it was the same situation, like it was the, uh, the, a different ride, a different group of people, a different age and, and time in my life, but the same situation where I didn't fit in the seat. So they don't have to wait you because if you don't fit, you have to yeah. get up. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the most embarrassing thing, bar none, that has ever happened to me. And so then the result, like the result of that is, well, then I just stop going on rides because yeah. I tell myself that I don't like them yes. because that's easier than to say I don't fit in them. Yeah. But I actually like, there are some rides that I legitimately don't like, but like most rides I like, like roller coasters, yeah. I'm into them. Yeah. So I can tell you also that I, one of the, one of the things that kept me from ever going on rides was being afraid that I was so heavy that I was going to like come out of a ride. Like, I yeah. don't like the feeling of being lifted up. Like, you know, so like a roller coaster that just had like the bar, um, yeah. the log ride, I have to mentally prepare myself to go on a log ride yeah. because there's nothing really holding you in. No. Yeah. And I was always so worried that I was so big that I was like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. we weird stuff, weird, yeah. weird stuff, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, or in a ride where you're with other people and you're like, you get shoved around. So you feel like you're squishing somebody. Yeah. Also, also that is not the situation that no. I want to be put into no. ever. No. Um, no. So, yeah. But, but the whole thing at, at the waterworks and they weren't this always is... like that. That's bullshit because I have taken, I've gone, I have yeah. gone to waterworks my, as a teenager and yeah. has taken my kids. Yeah. No one was weighed. That no. is something. No, that, that, that is, is a, that is a new situation because and uh, I think why it, never it is used because to be that way. I drove I I drove by in July I drove by there and it wasn't open and I actually thought oh they still how what a shame they still haven't opened it it looks so run down because the year before mm -hmm. it didn't open at all and I have yeah. a photo of of taking the girls for a walk along there outside the backside of it by the lake right you know with yeah. it all chained up and yeah. it, on the post said, Oh, it's so sad to see that this is closed. Yeah. 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 I actually thought that it like, I think what's happened is that they've come in and said the equipment is so old. Oh, that's very likely because it's so faded. Yeah. You know that that kind of plastic over years yeah. with, with that, it's, I mean, one, it's got the force of the water. It's got a lot of people jumping and, you know, yeah. pounding on it. And that, that just, just the weather, because it's exposed. Of all yeah. takes a toll on breaking that stuff down. I think that's what's happened. Interesting. But people are paying because, the price. Yes. And yeah. I can't believe that some people are okay with it. But the, you know what? People are okay with it because they've never had... They've never had a weight issue or anyone mm -hmm. close to them. Mm -hmm. That's why most people, I think mm -hmm. they don't, they don't, it's not even in their, doesn't even come into their mind. No, it doesn't even register as something that could be harmful or, or that's concerning. totally bullshit and wrong, wrong. Mm -hmm. Do better Confederation yeah. Park. For sure. For sure. I was like this bullshit.
Eesh. I can't believe in this in 2022. No, I can't believe that either. That that there would be a like a public way scale. <laughs> it's uh, wild to me. Well, Sandy, you know what it might be time for? A little vacuum. <laughs> I'm so excited because I actually have one. Actually, it's not time to vacuum. It's time to call Dyson. It's my latest hobby. Yeah. All right, wish me luck. Thanks for the chat, Sandy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks. Thank you for listening. And always good to see your smiling face. Thanks. <laughs> <yours too. laughs> All right. Ciao. Have Bye. a great week. Bye. Bye.